How many of you have found yourself running late for an important meeting because you couldn't find that one thing you needed before you head out the door? What if I could tell you that in just 10 minutes a day, you could take your home from chaos to calm because clutter really is nothing more than postponed decisions. I've created a challenge to help you get ready to ditch your clutter and simplify your life. Want to hear a secret? You actually have the power to create more peace and calm in your home, and you can have it in less than 10 minutes a day. Join the Chaos to Calm Challenge so you can organize your space and create more peace in your home and focus less on stuff and more on the people you love the most. I want you to be able to effortlessly live clutter-free in your own home. This challenge will teach you the proven systems to get a clean and clutter-free in 10 minutes or less because we're all busy. How to create more peace and calm in your home and how to focus on what and who you love with an organized space. To join the challenge, just go to barbiejoe.com forward slash challenge. Hi, this is Barbie Joe, and you are listening to Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. This is a show for busy moms and families where we talk about household order and function. We'll discuss tricks of the trade and systems to improve family life and managing a household. Hello, everybody. Barbie Joe here, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today, I am super excited to be talking about editing your wardrobe. And today, we have Jennifer Mackie Mary, who is a wardrobe stylist who gives real style advice to real women. And over the last two decades, she has helped thousands of women cut through the clutter in their closets and build wardrobes they love. She knows that style isn't frivolous and that the right outfit can change everything. Jennifer is the host of a popular podcast, The Everyday Style School, that inspires women to love the way they look and give them the tools to do so. Jennifer is passionate about raising confident daughters, female entrepreneurship, and getting every woman in America in a better bra. Oh my gosh, I love that. Welcome to the show, Jennifer. So happy to have you here. Now tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started. Absolutely. So fashion and style was never the career path that I had planned for myself. As a matter of fact, my I spent my early career in the restaurant industry. I was a corporate trainer. I opened new restaurants all around the world. And then in 2001, I believe, I left Food for Fashion when I went to go work for Chico's and I became one of their regional training managers opening stores for them. I growing up, always loved clothes, but they didn't necessarily love me back. I had a tough body shape to dress. Nothing ever felt right. Nothing ever looked right. But on my very first day at Chico's, they taught us how to dress the four body types. And I was hooked because I realized that it wasn't me. My body wasn't wrong. It wasn't deformed. It wasn't weird. It was just one of the less common body shapes. And I learned how to dress it well. And what I learned was that what you wear and how you feel about yourself affects 
everything, everything. It's how you feel about yourself, how confident you are, how your day is going to go. And so I really just fell in love with style and fashion. And when I was at Chico's, I helped thousands of women figure out their body shapes and dress their body shapes. And then after my first daughter was born, I stayed home. And I am a terrible stay-at-home mother. I just can't do it. I did not enjoy it. Hats off to those who love it, not me. So I started one of those like jewelry sales business kind of things. I thought I could do that. But I really was worse at direct sales than I was at being a stay-at-home mom. And I never wanted to ask people to do parties or whatever. But when I did, I would teach women how to dress their body shape with jewelry. And everyone would say to me, can you dress me? Can you go shopping with me? And finally, I realized like, oh my gosh, like that's the business. That's what I should be doing. So I started my one-on-one styling business when my second daughter was about a year old And I kind of did the what not to wear, right? Where someone comes into your house, they make you try on all of your clothes, they figure out what works, what doesn't, and then what you need to add to make the perfect wardrobe. And uh, I did that for, for many years. And then I moved my business online so that I can help more women all around the world figure out how to create wardrobes that are simple and stylish and easy and yet make them feel really, really amazing so that they can live full, rich lives. Oh, that is so good. That is so, so good. I truly believe that you are how you represent yourself. The way you look on the outside is a reflection of how you feel on the inside. So how would you take that to the next step and use your wardrobe to reach your goals? Well, what you put on your body in the morning determines in a big way how your day is going to go. If you want to be ready for anything, if you've got a full day of errands, it is really, really hard to stay in your pajamas till like 1130 in the morning and then have a productive day. But when you get up in the morning and you get dressed right away, you put on clothes that make you feel like that productive, awesome mom that you want to be, it's much easier to do those things. If you are starting a business and you are wearing, you know, frumpy yoga pants and oversized t-shirts and you feel terrible about yourself, you're probably going to look at yourself and go, who would ever pay me? Like, I'm not a professional. But if you dress like the person that you want to be, you become that person. And the biggest way I see clothes helping people reach their goals, a lot of women, a lot of moms especially, do this thing where they say, when I lose the weight, when I lose the baby weight, when I'm back in my pre-baby body, whatever it is, then I'm going to buy great clothes. And they kind of go through life or years doing this thing where they just sort of make do. They don't really love their wardrobes. They don't feel great about themselves, feeling like they have to reach this goal before they reward themselves with clothes. But really, if you want to kickstart that feeling great about yourself, go buy the great jeans. Whatever size you are, I don't care if, you know, your baby is now like in high school. It doesn't matter. Like (laughs) you may not get back in those pre-baby jeans and you probably wouldn't want to wear them anyway, right? Go buy great jeans now. And then once you treat yourself like you deserve to be treated well, you start to treat yourself better. You start to make different choices and it's much, much easier. You know, I always say looking bad until you look good doesn't make any sense. 
Like that, it's a total non sequitur. It does not follow that you're going to frump yourself into a better body. Go buy great clothes now. If and when it changes, that's okay. You can go shopping again. These aren't the last clothes you'll ever buy, but it does your psyche good to treat yourself like you deserve to be treated. That is so true. That is so, so true. I can't tell you how many mornings I have dragged myself to the gym, for example, and those days that I have, you know, a new tank top on or maybe a new pair of tennis shoes, it just puts a new pep in your step and just gives you all the motivation in the world. So how then can we make style fun and easy? Being busy moms, being mompreneurs, working from home, raising babies, how can we make it fun and easy? Well, I think the first thing to do is to make it fun. And every woman who is of childbearing age, who has children, you no longer have to care what anybody else thinks. You get to get dressed for you. You get to buy clothes that make you happy. If I remember being in a store with a client and she loved, this is when leather leggings kind of first came on the scene. This is probably what, eight years ago. She loved them, but she said, oh my gosh, what would my friends think? Who cares? If you feel like a hot mama in leather leggings, you wear your leather leggings. That is the first way to make style fun. It is really by letting go of the word should. I should dress this way. I should be more classic. I should dress up more. I should wear dress pants while I'm staying at home. You know, get rid of the word should. Should is killing your style and it is killing the fun. The way to make style easy is really to focus on great basics in your wardrobe. Focus on great basics, things that go with everything else that make it easy to get dressed. And I will tell you, I'll give you my best tip for making style easy. Stop focusing on your tops. Every woman I have ever worked with has enough tops. But what happens is we go, I don't have anything to wear. So we go shopping and what do we buy? More tops. And then we get home and we still can't get dressed. So we go, I have nothing to wear. They go buy more tops. You need to solve your wardrobe problems with your bottoms. Pants solve wardrobe problems in a way that tops never, ever, ever will. So start with the bottoms, buy really great basics, invest in those things. You can tell quality and fit on the bottom way more than you can on the top. So, you know, buy your $10 tops, but buy your $100 jeans because that is a much, much, much better formula than buying an expensive top and cheap jeans. So really buy things you love, focus on the bottoms and really put great basics into your wardrobe. That is when it becomes fun and easy. Oh, I love that. I would have never thought to invest more in the bottom than the top. Such a great tip. Okay, now tell me what mistakes do most women make when clearing out their closets? Well, the biggest mistake most women make is not clearing out their closet. A great wardrobe is more about what you take out than what you put in. And what we do, again, when we say, oh, I have nothing to wear, we just keep adding and adding and adding. And when we do that, we just confuse the process more. You hide the gems that are in there. Every woman I've worked with, when we've gone through her closet, she'd say, oh, I forgot I had that. I guarantee every woman listening to the show right now, you've forgotten you have something really great in your wardrobe because it just gets buried under all, I just call it noise. It's just closet noise, closet clutter. You know, that stack of black t-shirts that 
first of all, falls over every single time you try and pull one out, but you don't even know what's in there anymore. So the biggest mistake women make in their style is not regularly editing their wardrobes. I love that. I'm all about a seasonal refresh of the closet. Okay. Now, how can we develop a unique personal style that saves us time and money? Well, again, the first thing that you need to do is stop caring what other people think and just buy things that make you happy. But really, if you want great personal style, the trick is to create what I like to call style guideposts. These are words that keep you on the right path. They keep you from buying stupid stuff you're never going to wear. They keep you from hanging on to things you think you might wear someday. And they really help you hone your sense of of personal style. And style guideposts are three words that describe how you want to look. So if someone was talking about me, they would say, oh my gosh, I love Jennifer's style. And my three words are current, fun, and polished. Every day of my life, no matter where I am going, no matter what I am doing, I want to look current, fun, and polished. Now, I'm going to give you a few words that you should not use in these style guideposts. Well, two I don't want you to use at all, and one I want you to be really careful with. The two I don't want you to use at all are comfortable and casual. The problem with comfortable is that if somebody walks up to you and says, oh my gosh, you look so comfortable, you're probably wearing pajamas or sweats. Or one of those like big comfy things, right? You should feel comfortable, but you should not look comfortable. Does that make sense? So I kind of think about going to a furniture store. And I've got kids. They're not super young anymore. But there was a time where all of our furniture needed to be easy, clean. It needed to be cleaned easily. So if I walked into that furniture store and I said to one of the furniture people following you around, I need something easy to clean. Every single person knows what they're going to take me to. They're going to take me to that like brown, puffy, faux leather thing, right? That you can just wipe down. Well, that might not be my style. It might not work in my house, but yeah, you could clean it easily. Now, if I walked into the furniture store and I said, I really want something that is kind of modern and neutral and looks upscale that is easy to clean. They're going to show me that couch that goes with my style, but also gives me the function I need. So I'm not telling women that they shouldn't be comfortable. I'm saying don't lead with comfortable. Don't lead with comfortable because you're going to end up with a comfortable looking wardrobe rather than the style you want people to see that is also comfortable. The second word I never want women to use is casual. And the reason I don't want women to use that word is that every life has some casual events and some dressy events. But what happens is women say, oh, I'm casual. My style is casual. So when anything that is not casual comes up, they're totally thrown for a loop. Like they don't know how to dress themselves because they've convinced themselves that they are casual. Replace it with the word relaxed. So even if you, and I think about the dresses that I wear when I speak on stage, a casual dress may not be appropriate, but a relaxed dress definitely would be. So do not use casual and comfortable. The third word is classic. And classic is absolutely a style that you can use. You can use that word. But the problem I have with it is that most women use it wrong. Most women use classic to mean I shopped in 2004 and I don't want to do it again. We have, we have this idea that things we buy are 
instant classics, and they're not. Everything evolves, and there are classic pieces, but even those evolve over time. And I, in my career, I've had a lot of women say, oh, but it's a suit. It's classic. And I go, okay, well, close your eyes and think about suits in the 80s. And if you weren't around in the 80s, you can look up the movie Working Girl because they had these huge shoulder pads and they were oversized and they were ridiculous. And then I say, okay, now think about suits in the 90s. And they were um, Ally McBeal, right? Like super duper short, long jacket, the whole thing. And then think about suits in the 2000s and they were a straighter skirt, big lapels, shinier shirts underneath. And then in the 2010s, we kind of have like The Good Wife. The Good Wife is a great show for people to watch for um, workwear fashion. It's fantastic. But they're a little bit more tailored. They're, it's a pencil skirt, not a straight skirt. So even though we would say a suit is a classic item, and it is, you can see how they've evolved over time. So don't use classic as a catch-all just to mean you don't like to shop because that's not what it means at all. Oh, so good. So much information right there. Okay. So from there, how can we create a wardrobe of our dreams when budgets are tight or our bodies have changed? Yeah. So the trick is stop buying so much stuff. Don't buy so much. (laughs) You know, we only wear 20 to 25% of what we have. So what you think you need is much, much smaller than what you actually need. There is no clothing apocalypse that's going to come and, you know, wipe out every shirt you have and thank God you have 10 backups. That's not going to happen. You need very few things. So first of all, buy less stuff. Second of all, make sure it all works together again. So one of the things I do is capsule wardrobes, which It's just a a carefully selected group of clothes that all work together. So my capsules are usually like 33, 34 pieces, which is tops, bottoms, dresses, skirts, like jewelry, the whole thing. But it makes over 200 outfits because everything works together. So that's really, if you are tight on budget or if you are dressing like a right now body and not a forever body, Don't buy so much stuff, but make sure it all works together, that you can wear all the pants with all the tops, that you can wear the dress with all the shoes that you've selected, rather than having these really disparate parts of style. And again, it goes back to that signature style where if you've chosen things, if all of my clothes are current, fun, and polished, they all kind of go together much better, right? And those three words keep you from buying, I don't know, even if I found like a black suit that was on crazy clearance, I wouldn't buy it because it's not fun. And that is a big thing for me. So make sure you're following your guideposts and that everything works together and stop buying so much stuff. That is so good because how many times do we buy that one piece that's super amazing that we just adore, but it only goes with one thing? for one occasion. (laughs) Yeah. And if you're in a fitting room or if you're buying something and you really want to maximize your wardrobe, you need to be able to wear it three to five different ways. Ah. So you can go ahead and buy that 
tool ballet skirt and you can wear it with your graphic tee and your leather jacket. You can wear it with, you know, a chambray shirt tied to the waist. You can wear it with a cashmere sweater. You can wear it. If you can think of all these different things that you already own that you can wear it with, go ahead and buy it. It obviously works in your wardrobe. But if you start, you know, especially in the clearance section, the clearance section will kill you because you find like that $10 skirt and you're like, oh, it's so cute. I'll find something to wear with it. No, you never will. And if it's not your style, you don't have anything to wear with it right now. And then you end up buying more things just to go with a thing that you just bought because it's cheap. That's not a smart way to shop at all. Oh, that is so true. That is so true because we think we're saving so much because we shop clearance, but then we're buying supplemental pieces to make it actually work. Yes. So good. Okay. So what are the pieces that are must-haves in every woman's wardrobe? There is no must-have wardrobe list. Everybody is going to have pieces that are different. What you need to look at is categories, right? So good underpinnings, good foundations, good underwear. I was looking at one list, like a must-have wardrobe thing, and it was like a good push-up bra. I I don't need that. I don't need that. That is not a wardrobe (laughs) essential for me, but I do need good bras. So look in terms of categories rather than specific pieces. So I would say women need really good foundations and you should be shopping from the outside or the inside out and the bottom up. Most women, like we just talked about, buy tops and, you know, then they buy some pants or some shoes and then whatever's left over, they buy some underwear and they never update their bras. Go the opposite route. Buy great bras and underwear. Focus on great shoes, great bottoms, whatever's left over by the tops. That is the formula for a phenomenal wardrobe. So you need great underwear. Women need great layering pieces. I can't tell you how many clients I worked with who had all these cardigans and they're like, but everyone looks so cute in cardigans except me because they didn't have great layering pieces. And oftentimes those are different than tops that you would wear on on their own, right? Maybe the tops that you, that you would wear on, on their own are a little bit baggier. They're not quite as fitted. And then you put a cardigan over them and the neckline doesn't lay right. The, you know, all of it, it just looks bunchy. You need great layering basics. Every woman needs great bottoms, every single woman. So if you are a jeans person, go buy yourself some really amazing jeans. If you are not, if you are a leggings or a yoga pants or a joggers person, I don't know how many times I've said this, but we are living in the greatest time for fashion for moms. We are living in the age of athleisure. You do not have to have frumpy comfortable bottoms that you feel bad about. Like there are so many options. So you need bottoms that go with everything and make you feel amazing. You need good everyday shoes. So many women I worked with had collections of heels and, you know, high heel sandals and high heel boots and all this good stuff. And they had like a layer of dust on them because they just weren't getting worn. And I would say, okay, well, what do you wear every day? And those were the worst shoes they owned. But if it's something that you're wearing every day, that's where you should put your money. So everyday shoes. Now for me, that is non-athletic sneakers, right? Not shoes that I'm going to the gym in, non-athletic sneakers. I have a crazy collection of them because that's what I like to wear every day. And, you know, for some women, maybe it's flats. Well, then buy great flats. Don't let your flats wear out. For some women, women, maybe it's booties. Whatever it is, have really, really good everyday shoes. 
The other thing I would recommend women have is signature accessories. I know that we're living in a little bit of a weird time where, you know, I'm not hanging out at home in statement necklaces and a bracelet stack, but accessories kind of put your little stamp of personality on your wardrobe. So it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be bulky. It doesn't have to be flashy, but accessories really kind of give your outfit that finishing touch. So I would recommend, even if it's a simple bangle bracelet or a little ring, some kind of personal signature accessory. Oh my gosh, you just blew my mind with your new formula of shopping. I love it. This is so good. Okay, now last, but I think most important, what can we do to love the way we look every day? Again, it all comes back to wearing clothes you love. It all comes down to that. And making a little bit of extra effort and telling yourself you're worth it. You know, on days that I get up and I put on a cute outfit, even if it's just like leggings and a sweatshirt dress and I'm working around the house, I'm doing whatever, and I catch a glimpse of myself in a mirror, I go, oh, she's kind of cute, right? Like I feel good about myself. So treating yourself as though you are worth it, worth the investment of a little bit of time, and it doesn't have to be overwhelming. Again, I'm not sitting here working from home in a full face of makeup every day and dress pants and blazers. Like that's crazy. But I have clothes for the way I really live that I really love. And it, it just because I live a very casual life right now doesn't mean that I can't dress well. Dressing well does not mean dressing up. I think that's really important for women to remember and just really dressing for the way you live right now and treating yourself sometimes to some new things. I think that that's really important. It can be easy, especially whether you are in a time of life, like we're in a pandemic and you're not going anywhere, or if it's a season of life and you have small children, it can be really easy to say, who cares? I don't go anywhere anyway. Nobody's seeing me. It doesn't matter. But it, if it matters to you, if you feel bad about the way that you're looking, make that little bit of extra effort and, and see what a big difference it'll make. Oh my gosh, such good advice. For every woman out there, I think. I am so happy that you came on the show today to share this with us. Thank you so much. Now tell us, how can we find you if we want to work with you or have you style us? You can go to my website at youreverydaystyle.com. That's Y-O-U-R, everydaystyle.com. On Facebook and Instagram, I am Everyday Style with Jen. And you can find my podcast, which is the Everyday Style School. I teach you everything your mom never told you about getting dressed. And that is on all major podcast platforms. Oh my gosh, I love it. I absolutely love it. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. Don't forget to check out my website at barbiejoe.com. And if you liked this episode, you've got to subscribe. I'd love to have you join me. Bye for now. 